friends, one and all, to the Roy H. Pomeroy Show. I am Roy H. Pomeroy. I repeat, Roy H. Pomeroy. And this is my show, my very own radio show. We're broadcasting live on KRHP 105.1 FM from atop our studios in Glendale. The rooftop antenna is blasting out in a five-mile radius, and if you are a fan of stuff that blinks, drive by sometime around dusk. We have neon call letters up there, and they do blink as steady as you please. Before we begin our show, and we do have a terrific one today, a little business. A victory lap is due. The Roy H. Pomeroy Show has been ranked number four in the L.A. Metro Media Market. Now, the likes of number four might not make your heart go pitter-pat, but consider this. We're a small and independent show. We're up against the big players, shows that have bumper stickers, people trading tapes, and T-shirts. Yeah. You know, I saw a child with a K-West lunchbox and matching thermos. The morning crew was on the front, that nighttime DJ on the back. What about the thermos? Oh, pictured on the thermos? Yeah. Adjust the station logo, Henry. Huh. Henry, please. You're jumping the gun here. Oh. Do wait in the wings for just a moment. Okay. You'll get your due. I'm sorry, Roy. Here it comes. Okay. Manning both the control booth and our hearts is our very own Henry Francis Tottenham. That's me. You may now say hello to the people, please. Hello, everybody. Are you married yet, sports chief? All right. Settle down, Roy. No, you settle down. Oh? Settle down into a relaxing marriage. You look relaxed. Oh, I'm plenty relaxed and plenty married. Look at my deep California power slouch. Yeah, it's slouchy. The chair is doing so much of the work. You're pretty reclined. I look for all the world like a houndstooth question mark. Just ever so calm. Hardly any blood pressure whatsoever. Oh, low is better than high. How was your weekend? Good. Did you see those Easter fireworks? No. Elizabeth and I got out there. Yeah, we saw those pastel colors. Oh, yeah? And softer springtime boom. I heard they were using silencers on those. Oh, and that grand finale, Henry. Yeah? That egg grand finale. They do an egg finale? The finale of the egg. Oh, I can't believe I missed it. Mind your eggs, young man. I'll watch next year's. All right. We can watch from the dunes. Henry, how are those phone lines? Uh, the phone lines are open. You want me to keep them open? Just see that you do. Okay. Regular listeners will recall I was a colleague of Casey Kasem back in the voice actors guild days. Mm-hmm. Now, Casey understandably has been scarce during the current crisis. The top 40 charts have been in chaos. I heard they might not even stabilize till 83. It's impossible to tell what's coming up or dropping. All those East Coast acts are vanished, but the record companies are reissuing their bad catalogs. Yeah, poor Joan Jett. The Number one song is uh, only has about 10,000 copies sold. There's just, there's no way to, com- this is apples and oranges. No wonder Casey walked off. Did he retire? Is he a woodsman now? What's up? Nobody knows. Nobody knows, Henry. Did you call the police? The police, Henry? Yeah. The police are no help. He could be lost in the woods. They say Casey Kasem's a grown man and he can find his way through most terrain. I hope that sweater vest is warm. Henry, start cranking that Rolodex. You got his number? Yeah, you want me to call it? All right, see that you do. Oh, okay. I am dialing his number. You just keep dialing, Henry. Just keep dialing his whole phone number. I'm still dialing. Oh, still dialing? Oh, I just finished, actually. What about now? It's ringing. Patch him through when you raise him. Come on, pick up, pick up. Coming in at number one, it's the Kasem residence with Casey Kasem. Casey? Yes? Casey, it's Roy. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Casey, if you can hear the sound of my voice, please. Jesus, Roy, I can hear you. Oh, Casey, thank the good lords and stars and saviors and diamonds. You're all right? I am unharmed. So what's going on, buddy? Uh, I'm just relaxing. Why'd you stop coming to work? I can't make heads or tails out of the charge, Roy. Casey, you don't have to do the countdown show. You don't have to do the big countdown show no more. How could 
Jake Giles be number one and coming in at number 10 at the same time with the same song. Oh, that's just temporary chart madness. 75% of the acts on the charts are in memoriam. I had friends in New York. Yeah, we all did. I'm alone now. <laughs> well, you're not alone, Casey. I start looking at my noose and I think to myself, oh. well, this is all my fault, Troy. Casey, don't look at your noose. I want to. Put it back where it belongs. Well, I called Michael Kerb on the telephone shortly before he became a psychedelic wizard. And I said to him, you gotta drop out. Sure. I said this pains me to do it, but you've gotta drop out. Right. Oh, how I wish I never recorded that wonderful campaign commercial for Michael Kerb, Lieutenant Governor of the State of California. Award-winning campaign. Yes, but just an awful, awful, ponderous wizard, sorcerer, evil guy. Frightening. Zoinks. Oh. Purple robes and he grew those fingernails out. Gross. No thanks. Casey, listen here. You can't blame yourself. You can't. You sound like my mailman. <laughs> I lay awake at night in my big Casey Kasem bed and I look at the ceiling and I say to myself, Casey, if you didn't endorse Michael Kerb, he wouldn't have destroyed the United States of America save for California. All right, look, look. What a mess. Casey, the island nation of California needs to hear the sound of your wonderful voice on that microphone. But what would I say? Say anything. I don't know. Do as you please. Tell stories. The public thinks of me as a charts man. Do old charts. Who cares? People want to hear me say, coming in at number one. You've got the raspy pipes the island nation craves. I feel like a goddamn co-conspirator. Oh, you listen up here and you listen real good, okay? No. Say okay to me. Okay. All right. You didn't choose this awful situation. Not directly. That was Curb. Michael Curb. Right? Curb did it. Curb did it. Curb did it. Curb blew it up. Yeah, he done zapped the USA, but good. 48 goddamn states off the map, Roy. And who knew? You didn't know? I had no idea. I didn't know his powers. I cannot help but feel I deserve a cosmic spanking. If anyone is itching for spanks, it would be me. But you know what? What's that? I don't beat myself up and toss myself through plate glass over it. So are you offering me a show? You've got a home right here on KRHP. Jinkies, Roy. Uh, that would be far out. We have to take a break. Can you stick around? All right. We'll be back after these messages. This is the flavor secret of Mexican cooking. Without it, you're missing the taste of Mexican. The secret? A mild green chile from Ortega. Ortega chilies give you the mild, tangy taste of classic Mexican cooking. Add them to your favorite fillings for burritos, tacos, enchiladas. Because without Ortega chilies, you're missing authentic flavor that's... Delicious. The mild Ortega green chile. Without it, you're missing Mexican Mexican. We have returned. Welcome back. The Roy H. Pomeroy Show is already in progress, and on the phone joins us uh, Casey Kasem, broadcaster, a legend, radio man, a cartoon character voice. What's your big cartoon character? I'll give you a clue. I'll do the voice. Oh, how jolly. <laughs> like, let's get out of here, Scoop. Oh, I'm afraid I'm not familiar. That was Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. I did a children's cartoon character. Perhaps you've seen my after-school cartoon. Uh, it's called The Professor Squadron. I think I've heard of it. I play the professor as well as an old man and a robot. What's it about? Uh, we hunt around for treasures and uh, solve mysteries and fight guys in diving suits and stuff. Did you have a catchphrase? Oh, I don't know if I had a catchphrase. I said stuff like... This is the professor here. Mm. Stuff like that. I just announced my presence. Fun. A lot of walking into rooms and seeing control panels and saying things like, uh, we haven't a moment to lose. We must turn off these control panels, these darn control panels. It's a real gas to work on those cartoons. It was good stuff. I get a check every month. Henry here recorded us. Oh, you're still with Henry? Yeah, he's still here. Hello, Henry. How you doing? Say hello to Casey Kasem, Henry. Hi, Casey. 
You still hang out with the Wolfman, Wolfman Jack? I'm sad to say I no longer hang out with Wolfman Jack and he, he owes me a back rub. I haven't seen his car in the parking lot for quite some time. The beatnik bandit. That wonderful purple time sports medallion car winning super prize automobile. Oh my goodness. It's a bona fide hot rod and everybody loves to see it. It's the fastest car on the island nation of California. Here's a piece of trivia. The vanity plate says Wolfman. It was created in 1961 by Ed Big Daddy Ralph. Ed Ralph. The car featured a clear bubble canopy. Speed and direction were controlled by a central joint stick inside the cabin. Mamma mia, that's dangerous. That thing's the real Batmobile, if you ask me. I worked on the Batman TV cartoon. Oh, you did? Yes, I did, Roy. I'm proud to say. Well, who'd you play in that? I played Robin. Robin? The boy wonder? That's right. You should have auditioned. Oh, that would have been a wonderful job to have. Those are some fun and easy recording sessions. What was Batman's uh, catchphrase on that show? Batman's catchphrase was to purchase U.S. savings bonds to help fund the war in Vietnam. Ah, yes. Let's try that. Oh, yeah? This is Batman here. And Robin, the boy wonder. We are encouraging you to purchase U.S. savings bonds to help fund the war in Vietnam. And if you don't purchase a bond, we're going to come back in one hour's time and beat you up. Right, Batman. All this talk about Batman makes me want to hear that theme from Batman. Henry, do you have the Batman theme? Uh, I can rustle it up. Wonderful. Henry, what on earth was this racket? What version is this? This was The Who. The Who? Yeah, 66. I should have guessed. Off of uh, a quick one while he's away. I've heard tell that they're uh, the loudest band in the world. Their sound can blow out candles. Is that true, Casey? It was once true. It is no longer true. It's Lionel Richie now. Is that a fact? Yes. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie has the loudest public address system in the whole world of rock. All right. Henry, you uh, go see a lot of rock and roll shows? Sometimes I go see a lot. What's the loudest one? Um, that I've seen? Probably Lionel Richie. Right, right, Lionel Richie. Yeah, it was so loud. Well, how do you deal with those, uh, with those deafening sounds? You're an audio man, you can't lose your ears. Plugs. Earplugs. Yeah, pop them in, block out the sound. What's the point? Uh, saves your hearing. Can't hear the band. It's better than having Lionel Richie screaming in your ear for four hours. Four hours? Yeah. 
What kind of show is this? Roy, Lionel Richie puts on the loudest, longest show out there you can even go to. No kidding. I guess the rumors are true. Each and every one of Lionel Richie's roadies is stone deaf. Ah. He only hires deaf guys. Smart. Smart stuff. He's a smart guy. Roy, I'm afraid I'm going to have to break this party up. I need to head to Vaughn's. Oh, sure. No problem. I got to get there before they run out of my tiny cookies. By all means, Casey Kasem, you go get those tiny cookies. You have to arrive at Vaughn's very early, or there's a good chance they will have none of these goddamn tiny cookies, and I swear I won't be walking out empty-handed again. Understood. Good goddamn, Roy. Just Casey, open-door policy. Anytime you want to come in here, you want to just record uh, anything you'd like. Okay. Just tell an old story or something. We'll, we'll stitch together something. We'll make a show for you. Good golly, Miss Molly. That sounds fine. You don't have to have that pressure of the weekly countdown show. Good. Good, good, good. Not until the charts stabilize. Roy, you're not thinking of airing this, are you? Oh, you are on the air. What? Did you not know that? Live? Did you not know that? We're on the air? This is a single-party consent island nation. We don't have to disclose that stuff, but if we do... I'm oh, gonna... my God. What did I say? Oh, nothing that bad. Uh... Oh, no. I made reference to my news. Oh, dear. My news. Oh, double dear. What am I to do? Put the noose back in its little noose hutch. Okay. Lock that hutch. I will do. It's a locking hutch? Of course it's a locking hutch, Roy. All right. Goodbye. We'll be speaking to you. Bye, Henry. Take it easy, Casey. Don't be a stranger. Yeah, Casey Kasem. Yep, Casey. I'm glad he's out there. I'm glad he's safe. Well, the police made it sound like he could be anywhere in the world. Yeah. But he was home. A bit of a temper. A justified temper. Yeah. That's the best kind. Did you watch that uh, Adam West Batman TV show? Did you watch that? Oh, I watched that show. Oh. Mostly for the narrator. Oh, okay. Yeah. William Dozier. Dozier? And he created the show. Good technique. He knew what he was doing. You can hear a lot of reflections in the room, though. Well, he would always go like this. He'd go, Meanwhile, in Gotham City... Oh, yeah. He really pops that Gotham. He was Gotham. Gotham? Gotham. That's fun to say. Gotham. I can't do it. Gotham? A beautiful morning in Gotham City. Or is it? Hey, not bad. Oh, I really miss my calling. You think? <laughs> I should have been on these television shows. Oh, so much syndication money. Instead, I was reading all that ad copy. Yeah. I was the voice of Sanka. And don't forget Wheat Thins. Wheat Thins. A blast of real wheat taste in every bite. That's kind of like your Gotham. Yeah, I'm sort of doing the same thing. Could you imagine how good that show would sound if they had proper acoustic treatment in a real studio and, you know, you were doing it? No one asked us. Would you like to get that sponsor message out of the way, do that read? Oh. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Let me just ask you this. How are those levels? They're okay, I guess. Would you like to check your levels? All right. Roy H. Pomeroy. 5.0. That's sheer nastiness, Henry. That's solid. That's our good levels. That's coming at you. All right, we're ready for twine. It's twine time. Today's special sponsor is Twine. Yes, the quite itchy multi-filament that's just about perfect for hundreds of uses. Twine. String does not have that high friction stay put way about it. And rope, so expensive. So for all your parcels and projects, head on over to your California Twine dealer today. Twine comes in five different spool sizes for everybody. What time is it? It's twine time. I'm sorry, sir. Pardon me? Or should I say, it's twine time, baby. Oh, it's twine time, baby. Thank you for your assistance, Henry, on that read. (laughs) Good. All right. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. You want something better, only food that's good and fresh. Wendy's does it better. For you, there's nothing less than Wendy's fresh ground beef. Hamburgers better. 
their meat and cooked and served up fresh. They're not the frozen kind. That's why you're Wendy's. Kind of people. You want something better. You're Wendy's kind of people. The Roy H. Pomeroy Show will continue after this political corner. Radical. Political. Political Corner is a branded segment on the Roy H. Pomeroy Show where we discuss things such as laws, uh, judges, politics, campaigns, politicians, um, the California Constitution, current events, uh, scandals, controversies. We touch those third rails. Who's up, who's down, you know, in the polls? Uh, job-killing regulations. Polls. <laughs> polls, like flagpoles? We can discuss flagpoles, Henry. Oh, you want to uh, turn that reverb off on my voice? Oh, yeah, sorry. It's digital. Digital. It's expensive. And speaking of expensive, Henry. Yeah? The fat cats in the supposedly august deliberative body known as the Sacramento Senate have just passed their big professional martial law spending bill. Guess who gets the lion's share of that money? Policeman? You guessed it. Law enforcement. I knew it. But I say to you, what law? The law of man? Hmm. Or the law of ape? Ape? I would hope it would be man law, Henry. Yeah, really. Ape law. I'm not obeying that. No, thank you. Where was I? Police? Oh, yeah. Granted, the police in Los Angeles County have a difficult job. They've got to scold litterbugs and they're pulling over those five o'clock shadow drivers who stopped off for a quick one after work and think the sidewalk is a lane. Yeah, it's a tough job. And the citizens are always, my purse or arrest that man. Mm-hmm. But oh, my double F's and S's. Where are they when you need them? Go off, Roy. When I was worried sick about veteran voiceman Casey Kasem, yeah. they didn't give two fiddlesticks for his whereabouts right. and call in a werewolf sighting. Mm-hmm. Sure. They humor you, but you never see it in the wolf logs the next morning. Who's on wolf line duty anyway? Seems to me the police have all the gizmos and pensions and incredible vehicles, each sold separately. Yeah. Do we really need to heap another 1.2 billion new California dollars into their coffers? No. Meanwhile, at the Atwater Village Tennis Courts, there's a, a whole lot of night mischief there. All those kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how's about we buy some new street lights and the police can dip into their rainy day funds if they need winches or helicopter gas or Motorola CB radios and stuff? Yeah. Governor Jerry Brown and Lieutenant Governor Mervyn Malcolm. Welcome to Mali. You must do us a kindness and veto this bloated spend now, pay later, boondoggle, cop times, free for all, pie in the sky, nightmare, clown outrage. It's a, it's an outrage of clowns. Okay. Get a real bill and a real vote. Then we can talk a law enforcement supplementary budget increase for quarter three of the California year. Okay. Please, California was the golden state. Let it not be the fool's golden iron pyrite island nation. Is that it, Roy? Damn straight. That's about all there is here in Political Corner. Really good corner today. Yeah, solid corner. I liked how political it was. Henry? Yeah? Do you like pudding? Pudding? Pudding, Henry. Um, what flavor? Any flavor you could imagine. Chocolate or vanilla? Hmm. Butterscotch. Yeah, I'm not really a pudding guy. Nothing? No. What is it? Texture? It makes me throw up. A texture thing. I can't do it. But certainly in your life you've consumed pudding and enjoyed it at some point. Uh, as a child or... Maybe inadvertently. All right, let me put it to you this way. <laughs> yeah? Gun to your head. Oh, my you've God. You've got to eat some pudding. Do you go through with it or oh. are you just going to throw your life away? Oh, jeez, Roy. It's pudding or your life, Henry? Oh, I don't know. Your life, the dune buggy, the whole pool keeper, all that stuff. This show... 
do I have to swallow this stuff? <laughs> Henry, for the purposes of this segment, will you please tell me you are a pudding man? Never. A pudding man, please. <sighs> Henry, I need you to be my pudding man right now. Okay. Because we do have an ad read. New sponsor? Well, it's a, an ad read of sorts. Are they a tier one or a tier two clan? They're not paying anything. This is a friend of my wife's. What was I supposed to say? Okay, all right. Her friend is trying to crack into the pudding scene. It must be hard. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know where to begin. It's a small operation, but it's good stuff. And they have all three flavors going? Yeah. Okay. It wouldn't hold much appeal for you, but, uh, you know, this is a, little fa- a friend of the show. Let's call it a friend of the show. Yeah, we can comp them an ad read. A quick one. All right, yeah, yeah, as long as it doesn't take up too much time. Friends, puddings are in short supply. Those that can be found are oftentimes leaving you wanting. Canned puddings and baxed mixes are fine in a pinch, but why not live? Really grasp life like this. Like this? No, like this. How about this? That's the spirit. (laughs) Okay. Pendleton Farms pudding is made of the cleanest, most pampered milk, the smoothest chocolate, the most swirly vanilla. And unlike other puddings, Pendleton comes in darling little pudding bags, so you know it's as fresh as a daisy. So come on over to Pendleton Pudding and throw your old pudding in the trash. Ask for it in advance. Great. You want to roll a song? I can spin something. Sure. What'd you have in mind, Henry? How about some boots? Oh, that's a splendid notion if I ever heard one. Here's a little song about boots and a darling named Nancy. Saying you got something for me Something you call love but confess You've been a-messing where you shouldn't have been a-messing That's right Someone else is getting all your best These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you This is the part of the song where Billy Strange raised his hand and asked if he could leave the room You keep lying when you ought to be truthful And you keep losing when you ought to not bet When you ought to be changing Now what's right is right But you ain't been right yet Listen to me These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these days These boots are gonna walk all over you Get it the part of the record where everybody said why that can't be number one you keep playing where you shouldn't be playing and you keep thinking that you'll never get burned well I just found me a brand new box of matches and what she knows you ain't had time to learn These boots are made for walking And that's 
that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you Put on your boots and I'll put on mine And we'll sell a million records any old time Yeah! This is the part of the record where the engineer Eddie Brackett said If we don't fade this thing out, we're all gonna be arrested Oh me, oh my That was Lee Hazelwood with these boots are made for walking And speaking of fading out, we must fade out for just a brief moment But we will return after these doggone messages It stands toweringly tall on jagged rocks by the foamy splash of a stream. The Black Tower. Black Tower. The imported white wine in the black bottle. Silky smooth. Delicate. Black Tower. In each glass, the glittering and golden heart of grapes from the land of the Rhine. Silky. Supple. Superbly refreshing. Chilled. Black Tower. The white wine in the black bottle. White wine. That's fun to say. Yeah. White wine. White wine. Yeah, you're listening to the Roy H. Pomeroy Show on KRHP 105.1 FM, broadcasting live out of Glendale, Los Angeles. That commercial was for Black Tower White Wine. White wine. Yeah, white wine. Gotham. <laughs> yeah. A peaceful morning in Gotham City. Hey, you're getting better. Oh, I think I got that that last time. That was good. You want to try it again? Gotham City. Mmm... I think it was better before. Got another? Gotham City. I really should put some digital reverb on this. Well, I don't know. I, I, we, we, we digress, Henry. Yeah? We're getting off the beaten path. Okay. And that can be a good thing sometimes. Uh, what, what's next? What's next on the agenda? What do you think, Sports Chief? Should we open up the phone lines? Yeah, phone lines are open. If uh, anyone wants to call, that's good. Call in. Sound off. That number is 555-2179. You can talk about this or any other topic. Hmm. Anything yet, Henry? Nothing yet on the phones. Maybe you think there's never a cop around when you need one? Would you like a vigilante wearing a cape to do those uh, basic law enforcement tasks? Writing tickets? Hmm. Scolding beachgoers who are throwing their cigarette butts too close to your child? Colin, sound off. Anything? No. Damn. Damnation. Sorry. Darn this stuff. We could move on. Gatham City. Okay. Strange doings at the Gotham City White Wine Company. That was pretty good. That crown prince of crime, the Joker. Who's this? That puzzling purveyor of riddles, the Riddler. Is that the narrator? Oh, my double dears. That's not the narrator, Henry. That's Commissioner Gordon. That's my Neil Hamilton impression. Oh, Batman's boss, that old man. Right, Commissioner Gordon, played by Neil Hamilton, born in 1899. (laughs) I'm surprised at how much Batman trivia knowledge you have. Well, truth be told, I'm more of a fan of Neil Hamilton himself, the character actor. Oh, so you're a Commissioner Gordon head. Oh, sure. I don't know much about the comic books and Batman himself, but, you know, as far as character actors, announcers, and narrators go, sure. And as a dune buggy guy, I really do appreciate the Batmobile. Granted, that thing's decked out with more Gizmos than you can shake a stick at. I would love to test it on the dunes. It's got smoke screens and old oil slicks and stuff. Or am I thinking of James Bond's car? Who? Uh, James Bond. James Bond? Bond. Oh, come on, Roy. Well, how do you say that? James Bond. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait, you're right. It is James Bond. Uh, now that you say that, Henry, I, I think you were right. It's James Bond. This martial law has us turning against each other. We mustn't do that. Couldn't sleep last night because of this California Highway Patrol Martial Law Provisional Spending Act. Well, it's good for law enforcement, and of course the fire marshals love it. Oh, marshals are psyched. Anything on the telephone lines? 
No. Listeners, would you like to see a fleet of one million law enforcement Batmobiles tearing up down the highway and chasing folks and uh, putting out purple smoke? Call in. We'd love to hear from you. 555-2179. Should the police wear dainty little capes? Call in. Henry, how are those phone lines? Please. Nothing yet. Give me something. I would if I could, Roy. Gotta have something to work with here. Oh, call on line one. I'll patch it through to your desk. Oh, thank goodness. You're live on the air, caller. Go ahead. Hi, Roy. This is Betty from Glendale. Yes, Betty. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, it's that big provisional martial law spending bill. Yeah, the provisional martial law spending bill. What's your take? It does nothing about the werewolves and skeletons. Skeletons? Yeah. Fair enough. What do you think should happen? Brown has to veto the bill. You're making a whole lot of sense. Think about the children, Roy. Wish we had more folks like you up there in Sacramento. And another thing, Roy. Yes? Radio waves are giving me dandruff. <laughs> Radio waves are giving you dandruff, Betty? Yeah. How so? I don't know how. It just is. Okay, well, I'm sorry to hear that. There's a a whole lot of uh, things about radio I don't understand. Broadcasting antenna on the roof. And have you noticed the dating scene has gotten a lot worse? The dating scene? Yeah, the dating scene. There's nowhere for squirrels to hang out anymore. Oh, okay. Squirrels? Squirrels. Yes. Squirrels, Betty? Yes, the squirrel dating scene, Roy. Betty, you wouldn't happen to be a squirrel or a squirrel person? Just a concerned citizen. I don't know that Governor Brown and Lieutenant Governor Damali can do much about this squirrel situation. They could at least pretend to be interested. Well, we're under martial law. They have bigger fish to fry. I'm a small business owner. I know about this kind of stuff. What's the nature of your business? I own and operate a beautiful, totally unique squirrel bridal boutique. You know, for lady squirrels who are getting married. A squirrel store. Radio wave dandruff. Yeah. Henry, I think we've heard enough from Betty. Okay. I have rights. Don't hang up on me. You've said your piece, and now I'll extend to you the dignity of ending this call yourself. Well, I'll have you know. I think this is ludicrous. You can't just hang Betty's gone now. Thank you. Yikes. Sorry about that. Pay it no mind. How would you know? Yeah. She seemed normal at first. And we need all the listeners we can get. Perhaps in the future you could screen these calls for cranks, kooks, and pranksters. I promise. Which one was Betty? A kook. Oh, I was going to say prankster. Well, however you slice it, I hope that uh, Betty uh, calls back sometime. That was nice. That was fun. Really? Really, Roy? It's nice to mix it up once in a while with the general public, and there's always going to be some kooky folks in that mix. Radio waves don't cause dandruff. I mean, unless you're standing right next to the tower. Uh, That's a fact. Or if you're like a medium distance between two towers. You know, Henry, I have traveled this whole wide world of ours, and I've determined that folks are a bit like Czech snack. Oh, what the? What was that? I've spilled... Oh, Kathy. No. All these microphones, the wires. Electronics. Clumsy. Sop it up. Butterfingers. It happens. Damn. Yeah. Oh, did it get your papers? My notes are soaked. Roy, look out. It's at the edge of your desk. It's heading towards the edge. I got it. Don't let the microphone get wet. We have coffee on the mic. Oh, no. We do a microphone swap. Is this, is this an expensive mic? One ninety nine. How did I knock this stuff over? Budget. Well, we have to swap the mic now. It's a safety issue. All right, you play something, all right? What would you like to hear, Roy? Well, I don't care, Henry. Anything anything will do. How about King of the Surf by the Trashmen? Splendid. Hold on, Roy. I'm going to go grab a new mic. All right. Hold tight. Oh, my Sears After Dark action cardigan. So We were taking
Trashman with King of the Surf. We have swapped the microphones and we will be right back. I promise you, after these messages. Now's the time to get the deal of a lifetime on Toyota, the number one selling small truck in California. So see your Southern California Toyota dealer now. Then just ask yourself, what'll you do with all the money you save? It wasn't easy getting this crew to try a caffeine-free cola. They didn't want to give up taste. And they didn't with new Pepsi-free. Leave it to Pepsi to make caffeine-free cola taste this terrific. Pepsi-free. There's regular and sugar-free with one calorie. I knew they'd like it. The taste is positively Pepsi and it's caffeine-free. Positively Pepsi-free. Welcome back to the Roy H. Pomeroy Show on KRHB 105.1 FM, Los Angeles. Nice and dry, Roy. Good thing I had a spare action cardigan in my Chevrolet. I'm afraid it's a travel mug for you. Henry, would you do me the pleasure of dialing Bob Dylan's telephone number? I wish to speak to him. Sure. I want to talk to Bob Dylan right away. Okay. You just get to dialing and I'll handle the question. I'm dialing. I'm still dialing. Is it ringing yet? Not yet. Okay. Oh, it's ringing. Oh, fantastic. Phone continues ringing. Let it ring, Henry. Let freedom ring. Hello. Yes, hi, Bob. This is Roy. Roy H. Pomeroy. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm well, thank you. Good. Just thought I'd give you a call. Mm Mm-hmm. And although this is a single consent island nation, I'm giving you the courtesy of a tremendous heads up. You're live on KRHP 105.1 FM. That's so funny to me. I was just listening to your show. What you been up to? Mostly wearing sunglasses and having puffy hair and looking to the side. Sideways glances with tinted shades. So you're keeping busy? Well, you know me. I take a vacation and I still end up working. Oh, Bob, you're on holiday. It's a staycation. This is a Roy H. Pomeroy Show exclusive. Bob Dylan is on staycation. You can save money and relax. Elizabeth and I were in Barbados recently. Roy, is that in the Lesser Antilles? Yeah, the Lesser Antilles of the West Indies in the Caribbean region of the Americas. 
Americas. I played a charity show in 1973 and it was very humid and my guitar started to wilt. The humidity in Barbados is excruciating. The milk there is steamy. Oh good, this is the real Bob Dylan. We had a, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we had a sort of uh, secret agent passphrase. We were going to pass back and forth. We agreed upon it last time. That's right, Roy. You're going to do the humidity thing. Relative humidity in Barbados is excruciating. And I do the milk. Steamy milk. 007, Bob Dylan. And this passphrase was at your insistence. Why you are, why are you so paranoid about folks, Bob? Because you can never tell when your friends are actually working for a magazine. Bob, when we last spoke, you became enfrightened by the sound of breaking glass and you sped out of here like a bat out of hell. What gives? I don't know. You seem spooked. Glass is very sharp and can cut Bob Dylan. You ever hear that sound in a restaurant and everyone cranes their neck? Yeah. I don't do that. Well, I would leave right away. You'd leave even before you paid your bill? I can't be there if there's glass. Huh. I'll make my escape. I'll vacate the premises. Dine and dash. On the way out the door, I'll grab someone's french fry off their plate. Oh, Bob. And I'll look at them and say... Dylan and Dash. You'd see someone's hard-earned french fry right off their own plate that you didn't even pay for, and you're skipping out on your own bill, Bob. Yeah. Just because someone dropped a drinking glass on the floor? Well, I don't want to get cut up. Henry, resist the urge to play the sound of breaking glass as a sort of uh, radio DJ drop. Don't do that. I wasn't going to do that, Roy. Mm-hmm. I promise. I hear glass one-off split. No worries. I used to work in a light bulb factory when I was in the college, and I don't associate that sound with getting my pay docked. A reduction in earning power and an abrasion. Less money and a cut. Bob, would you be interested in playing a little game here on the Roy H. Pomeroy Show today? Hmm. It's a trivia contest. Okay. The subject... Batman. The Cape's Crusader. The same. Oh, I'm a fan of that zap, boom, pow, Roy. Resplendent, luminous rejoicing. Let us begin, Bob. How does it work? What are the rules? Here upon these coffee-soaked notes, I have a series of Batman facts, and I'm going to quiz you about this. And for every point you get, we're going to donate five tickets to the Ice Capades to your charity of choice. The Ice Capades is still in town, Roy? Yes, it's a repertory Ice Capades company. What's next? Permanent ski plays? Okay, let's go. All right, first question. In reality, the Batman television show's Batmobile was based on a modified Lincoln Futura concept car. Everybody knows that. Ex-president of the ex-United States of America, Lyndon Johnson's Lincoln Futura, was in reality what experimental car? Uh, Batmobile. Correct. All right. Henry put five on the big board for Bob Dylan. Sure. All right. Second question. What year was actor Neil Hamilton, who played Commissioner Gordon, born upon? Is this going to be multiple choice? Yeah, we can do multiple choice. Yippee. All right. A, uh, 1912. Mm-hmm. B, 1900. Okay. C, 1899. Oh. Or D, 1776. 1776, man. Judges? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Bob Dylan. Not 1776? No, 1899. Why did I want to say 1776? 1776. Who am I thinking of? Archduke Joseph, Palatine of Hungary. Oh, right, right. That Archduke, yeah. Okay, Bob Dylan, focus up. This is your last and final and ultimate question of the Batman trivia contest, and uh, so far you only have five on the big board. I'll change that soon. Make with the question, Daddy-o. Okay. Now, we all know that William Dozier, creator of the Batman TV series, was also the narrator. A child knows that. A simple child. An innocent. He who is without sin. 
Dozier, however, did not consider himself to be a voiced man, so he came up with a pseudonym for his narrator character. Huh? What was that name? Oh, jeez. Think, Bob. Oh, for Christ's sake. Search your own mind. Can I put on my sunglasses, Roy? Yeah, if you think it'll help. They're on. No cheating. I wouldn't dare. My mind's a blank. I'm going blank, Roy. Bob, we're counting on you. Oh. Your favorite charity needs you. Um, Desmond Doomsday. Correct. Desmond Doomsday. All right, I knew it. I knew it, Roy. Henry, tell Bob what he's won. Ten ice capade tickets. I'm rich. I'm rich. Oh, Bob, this was for charity. I am rich. I'm previously rich. Do you have a charitable organization in mind? I choose to donate the tickets back to the Ice Capade show. Oh, that is mighty kind of you, Bob. Thank you. But it sort of puts me in an awkward position. I gotta send these tickets back. Winner's choice. You did guess Desmond Doomsday, so I suppose I'll be shipping these tickets right back off to the Ice Capades from whence they came. When's the Ice Capade show? Uh, May 21st. What's the subject matter of the capade? A salute to martial law. Damn, I wish I was gonna go see that ice capade show. There are still tickets available. Maybe I'll buy my own ticket and stand in the back wearing my sunglasses. It's not a half bad idea to wear sunglasses at an ice capade show. They've got all those laser beams and strobe lights and black lights and lighting effects. Uh, huh. Explosions. Oh my goodness, they do off dynamite and doors? Oh, dynamite, laser beams, grenades. With all that ice? Yes. Marsha. Say, Bob, we have to let you go. We got a commercial break. Bye-bye. Goodbye, Bob Dylan. We'll be right back. Look, dryer brands can only soften here and there where they touch. But Downey softens through and through. And only Downey rinses in April freshness while it makes static cling almost disappear. This shirt feels great, hon, and smells terrific. Forget something? Oh, what would I do without you? And Downey. Through and through, Downey softness, a noticeable improvement. Oh, yes, Downey, it's as soft as feathers. You've been listening to the Roy H. Pomeroy Show live on KRHP 105.1 FM, LA's number four radio show. That's so exciting. We didn't even really try, and we got number four. We beat out number five, the Talk to Your Plants Hour. I think that's part of the California Mind Power Triangle Broadcasting Network. Hmm. It's kind of an indie. Haven't heard it yet. We're number four, as previously stated, and as far as I know, Henry? Yeah? We still are. Well, this is today's copy of the Radio Times, and I'm sure not much has changed in the last hour. Number three was a bit of a surprise. I had not heard of this jockey, but there is a sort of rambling countryside fellow with a long beard and overalls, and he does up a bluegrass jamboree and stuff. He does bird calls, he tells stories. Oh, Whistling Willie, yeah. Whistling Willie's Porch Time Hour. I love that Porch Time Hour. Number two was that Morning Zoo Drive Time General Water Cooler Show. Brenda and Lisa and Dave in the morning. Hilarious. Two ladies, one fella, and they are quite amusing to me, and they talk traffic, celebrity, and love. Yeah, they do morning love advice. Number one is Sports Blast on KTLA's sister radio affiliate. What's the frequency? Oh, it's up there, 86.2. Okay. I don't like to tune my radio that high, Henry. No. I can feel the string or what have you getting very taut. They have a huge market share. But they do a hell of a sports show. Oh, yeah, yeah, they deserve it. I wanted to talk to you about sports off the air. Is this about the big game? Yes, it is about the big game, Henry, but I'll I'll just have this discussion off the air, please. Okay, we'll talk the big game later. All right, great show. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for your help. So what in the blue blazes did we learn on today's wonderful show? Uh, Batmobile facts. Mm-hmm. 
We cracked the top five. We are number four. Um, there's tanks in the street. We are under martial law. And under constant threat of monster attack. Skeletons and werewolves continue to roam the countryside. Kasem is alive. Veteran broadcaster Casey Kasem has a new search. Um, travel mugs can prevent spills. Next year's Easter fireworks promises to feature the largest egg grand finale yet on record. I won't miss it next year, and I'm going to bring a video camera and VCR. And microphones cost 200 new California dollars. Don't remind me. All right. I think that's all we have. Fantastic. I can see why we're number four. Great show. You look a little zonk. Oh, I feel energized, Henry. Lunch? You want to get some sandwiches? Okay. I'd love to take a pair of sandwiches out to the basketball court and dribble around in my suit. I'll school you, then take a bite. All right. Basketball sandwiches it is. Radical. Magnificence. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Good golly, Miss Molly. What is this fucking ponderous, man? Ponderous. Fucking ponderous. Ponderous.